I said settle down. That's better. Barley boys, get to it. Hi, y'all, and welcome to Sleeper Island News. We are your hosts. I am Liliana. And I'm Blix the Log Goblin. We're going to give you news from the adventure logs from the last two weeks so you literate pink meat sacks don't get killed out there. Blix, word choices. What? It's time for logs. Boris, bring me the logs. Uh, get in logs. Get in logs. Uh, here. Very good boy, Boris. Now off you get. Let's see. Our first story tonight is... For oh, you, Blixie. Big movements in the north. It appears that a few of our number were enlisted to help the Saruk lizard folk strike back against the slimy Mier Yanti. These lizard folk have been under constant pressure from the snakes in the northwest for ages. It seems as if the situation came to a head as the Saruk have consolidated their survivors and moved into hiding. They reached out for help as the Meher's noose was getting a bit too tight for comfort. With the Saruk set on counterattacking, our heroes convinced them to send all their civilians south. Then, at great personal risk, they eliminated the scouts between the Meher's camp and the Saruk's hiding spot, giving the lizard folk the edge on their attack. To hear our members tell it though, that edge wasn't enough. With surprise on their side, the lizard folk gained the high ground, but the Yanti had the numbers and were able to overwhelm them. All in all, this sounded like a rather hasty operation born from fear. Some sort of Hispanic attack. Something wrong with your tongue, Blixie? Your Lisbon. <laughs> Anywho, this next story comes from our adventures in the field. Barry, Dakadoon, Gorstag, Kernist, Manfred, and Zanova. It starts with our adventurers agreeing to help a fisherman retrieve some fantastical flowers. Ooh. Apparently, these fishing flowers attract insects from a cave nearby Port Morandia. On the way there, they saw a tower made of bone with undead around and found a hidden trapdoor beyond what looked like a locked door covered in glowing magic runes. Now, if I don't know that's a do not disturb sign, I don't know what else. On the way back, they saw a large fire in the distance. Sadly, one casualty was to be reported. Friend, the zombie, who belonged to Gorstag, unfortunately bit the uh, proverbial dust. Hopefully the friend can be rebuilt again. Adventure and tips from this group? Zombies make good godness? Huh, really? I didn't hear anything about their knowledge of an MPK ratio. Oh well, what you got for me now, Blixie? Oh boy, first one of the day. Here it goes, another breaking and entering tale. I'm glad there's not a law against this. Our intrepid criminals, I mean adventurers, went north from Moon Oak to explore the Briarwall Forest. Instead, they found an abandoned keep. The entrance of the keep was flanked by several sphincters. I mean, sphinxes. Just large statues. Once they wandered inside, they were set upon by a horde of zombies and skeletons. They had to close the main gates to keep from getting surrounded, but they came out on top. They wouldn't be so lucky in the next battle, though, as the warlock wandered off alone and encountered a silver blob. It downed him in one blow while the others came to his rescue. After a bit of tussle, they ended up running from the blob. They made their escape through someone's old quarters and looted a book on along the way. From this book, they learned that the keep used to house a wizard named Holzalozana, who was betrayed by someone calling himself Zeriel. 
There are plenty of questions here left unanswered. Mainly, how do you keep these so-called adventurers out of your house? Well, Blixie, we found doors, spells, locks are ineffective. Have, have people tried moats? I haven't seen a nice moat in a good long time. Anywho, our next story is brought to us by Cade with his Patrick Star, tinfoil hat with her Coco, Myrtle, Galifant, Body, and local celebrity Honkers, and Gorgot, last but not least. Our adventurers were raring to explore that newly cleared ZHT portal. Hopefully, Sans ice giants this time. And trying to figure if and where it might be in relation to known maps and such. Apparently, there's an adventurer trained in using the stars for navigation, and they think the portal is nearly, I'd say, 400 miles southwest of Ruined Oak. While they were out trekking and trudging through this new area, the group was attacked by a Kaurira. Did I read that right? Kaurira. Oh, oh, they wrote here in the, in the little itty bitty notes that a Chimera that ate too many were beasties. Okay, I'll learn something new every day. Anywho, the Kawera wanted to eat, <gasps> oh my stars, the Hero Goose Honkers in exchange for all the other party members' lives. Well, as I'm sure y'all figured out, the party taught this creature a fatal lesson. And Honkers survived to continue to terrorize beasts and barmaids alike. What do you have to add, Blixie? Uh I'm hoping we're just raising this goose to eat at some festival, because I'm tired of hearing about him. Anyway, I got one here about a crew that actually made it into the Briarwell Forest. Seems they came by way of invitation. What a novel concept. This is a dense one with a lot of information about a lot of topics, but uh, the highlights are uh, they went through a cave full of cloakers, which didn't attack them because they fed them rations. This raises questions about cloaker intelligence and ecology that are beyond the scope of our program. Once through the cave, they made camp. Uh, during the night, they beat up some old lady and her friends. Even more mean-spirited, they called her a hag. I can get behind that action. Uh, the following day, they were greeted by their drow host and led into a place called Silvertown. They were each given uh, special amulets and a quest to rescue some former slaves. Out of town they went, where they established a second camp. That night, they met a revenant in search of someone named Sataris, apparently a vampire. If anyone is draining the life and blood out of this community, it's those damn lawmakers. Now cults are illegal? What about my fan club? Anyway, the next day they went into another cave and rescued the former, former slaves. Get it? Because they'd been recaptured? Whatever. The slaves told them that their enemy was even deeper, so off our party went to defeat the bad guys. This led to a big battle that you really should read about yourself. There's still half-drow, half-spider things, otherworldly creatures, secret tunnels, monks and monasteries, all left to cover. If you don't read Drow Dispersal yourself, you're probably missing a lot. But let's be honest, if you're listening to this, you're used to that. Well, Blixie, many people do read those logs, but love us so much that they come for more. And speaking of cult clubs, did you see that package I left for you? One of your fans sent a box to my door by mistake and uh, it had a <laughs> interesting fragrance. Anywho, my next report is a lesson on why revisiting spooky places you find in the wilderness is just plum craziness. Those adventurers that found that bone tower I mentioned in my other report went back to that skeletal steeple. 
The tower was crawling with the undead. Four floors of bone-on-bone action. Eyebrows, eyebrows. That and an evil necromancer, Erduk, trying to recruit for Von Grimoth. I think I pronounced that right. Luckily, some of our adventurers know not to join cults. This time, there were no friendly casualties, living or undead alike. Good job for remaining living dead this time, friend zombie. And another adventuring tip from our adventurers. Sometimes necrotic damage works on the undead. Sometimes it does not. Oh, so like, does undead plus undead equal live? Or like, super dead? Or, no, wait. Ugh. This is why I went into entertainment. <laughs> what you got for me, Blixie? Oh, this one's my favorite so far. It's it's the perfect tale. Hold on to your seat. Uh, this group of would-be heroes followed up on a large fire, the one that you mentioned earlier. It was uh, seen southwest of Port Mirandia. They came across a goblin village that told them that the fire was started by a group of cursed goblins that could now change their shapes. After staying the night, they set out to eliminate these cursed goblins and came across a likely enough cave. Inside, they found a scary door but elected not to open it. In what world do you not open the cave door? I can't believe what I'm reading. Anyway, on their way out, the cave itself attacked them. Several ropers had been passed by and were now blocking the exit. There aren't a lot of details about how they made it out with their skin intact, but they eventually made it back to their village. Only to be told, and get this, that they went to the wrong cave. Oh, I'm so happy about this. You try to help someone only to be told that you went to the wrong cave. Like, excuse me, sir, wrong cave. Amazing. Well, no story would be complete without a little B&E. So on their way back, they let themselves into some poor woman's house, attacked her ghost and buried her outside, proving that even if you're dead, you're not really safe from it. I think that's going to be it, so uh, let's get on out of here. Right after you, Blixie. I've been Blix the Log Goblin. <laughs> and I'm Liliana, its own friend. Wishing all of you a good night and safe adventuring from the Sleeper Island News team. Now go away. Write me more logs. Go. Better on get. Yeah.